Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. Make sure you go and check on Rumble, rumble.com slash JoePags, rumble.com slash J-O-E-P-A-G-S, and you'll see the, the latest interviews. The, the very short video, about a minute or so long, minute and a half, something like that, of Dr. Peter McCullough from the other day talking about the therapy or the therapy that he's pushing or that he's suggesting um, to counteract the negative side effects of the shots. That's up there. It's done almost 50,000 views. Go and check that out. Rumble.com slash J-O-E-P-A-G-S. You can always go to my, my website, JoePags.com, and click on Rumble. Also, while you're there, you'll see the John Rich interview from yesterday. Great interview about Jason Aldean and about the woke culture in this country, Bud Light, all that sort of stuff. Go check that out. You'll go check out my short videos on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Joe Talk Show or at Joe Talk Show on Instagram, J O E T A L K S H O W. Go and do that. Or same video, similar videos, some different ones over on YouTube, Joe Pags Radio, where we'll have 50,000 followers soon on there. On, uh, on Instagram, actually on, on YouTube, you'll see the Joe Biden got lost video. I do a short video on that. Go and check that out. It's up there uh, right now. So, uh, so, so go and get involved. Uh, on social media, you want to, well, why do you push social media so much? Because there are a lot of people who aren't aware of the program that like the content, and they become aware of the program by going there. Plus, it's fun to share these things. We work very hard. The team works very hard on selecting one of some of these videos and, uh, and putting up what we think is going to do well. So go and check those out. Go and check those out, okay? Really do appreciate you stopping by. Um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Um, China wants to sell electric cars here. I don't know why we let China sell almost anything here anymore, knowing that China is, in fact, a competitor of ours economically, and they do it in a very unfair way. President Trump did a lot to, uh, to fix some of that unfair competition. Biden came in and just got rid of all of it. Carrie, if you don't mind, tell us what China's trying to do. From Axios and expensive electric cars from China have quickly gained a toehold in Europe and could be taking over American driveways next. And the Biden administration is incentivizing rapid electric vehicle adoption while also trying to reduce U.S. dependence on Chinese EV supply chains. 
Yet experts say there's no way to meet the administration's proposed vehicle emission standards without low-priced EVs that everyday Americans can afford. With today's U.S. EV prices averaging close to $55,000, there's a big opening at the bottom of the U.S. market for budget-priced cars from Chinese brands. John Bozella, CEO of the Alliance for Automotive Innovation, a Washington, D.C.-based automotive industry trade group, sees inherent tension between the Biden administration's goals of promoting EV adoption while also reducing U.S. reliance on Chinese supply chains. One, the U.S. doesn't have enough domestic minerals and components to meet the proposed quick ramp-up in EV sales. Bozella argued in a recent blog post, which could mean continued reliance on China. But if the U.S. moves too slowly on electrification, it could also leave open the market to Chinese imports as consumers seek entry-level options, he wrote. This is our Goldilocks problem, Bozella wrote. Too fast, advantage China. Too slow, advantage China. Uh, the push for electric vehicles is one of the dumbest things I've seen in my lifetime. Again, I, I made this statement 15 years ago on this very show. Carrie, you probably remember me saying it. I'm sure I do, yes. Um, first of all, the Prius, which was, is a hybrid, it's, half, it's part electric, part like lawnmower engine, um, is ugly. It looks like an egg car. If you're going to get a Prius, get a white one and have somebody paint like a yellow splotch on the top of it and just be the egg car that you are. But I said at the time, if they were to make an electric car that looks like a Corvette and handles very well, I'd take a look at it. I know they came out with the Model S, the Model X. I mean, Tesla has some nice cars, but you don't get the kind of distance you need when driving across a great land like this out of an electric car. There aren't enough charging stations. takes too long to charge. What happens when the battery dies? It's like $7,000 minimum for a battery. So it's nowhere near the technology it needs to be. And what I don't like is that so many pushing electric vehicles don't want to do all of the above. All the above makes a lot of sense to me because I like internal combustion engines. I like hearing the sound, the roar of an engine from an American-made car. But then we also go to, well, look at this. We're pushing the electric grid to do more than it can really handle, more than it was built to handle. We're looking to have electric vehicles get rid of natural gas vehicles, get rid of gasoline vehicles, and just to be reliant on electricity, and suddenly that's something that China is in the business of. We have had people at the highest levels in this country, especially the Biden family, that has for years been kissing up to China to make themselves individually rich, and they don't care that they're screwing up our entire infrastructure with it. Already we have too much crap from China. The fact that you want to save some money and go to Walmart or Amazon and buy a bunch of crap that's from China, that's the problem. We should be willing to, as Americans, compete with them. Buy American. Go online to places like Public SQ and go and and buy something that is not woke. China is a big influencer on the woke culture in this country because... The more people don't don't like the country, the more people don't buy American, the more people uh, agree that we should roll over and be electric-based instead of, you know, based on the, the plentiful energy that's left here by God for us, the more China comes in and takes over, the more they come in and economically own us. When Trump got in office, he said, we're going we're gonna to even off the playing field. We're going to tax and tariff your crap until you start playing. The, the whole favored nation thing is the problem that was started back with Richard Nixon, a Republican, by the way. You don't give anybody most favored nation. You just have fair trade. So I was in China 
and didn't see one American car, not one. But here you see Chinese goods everywhere. The taxes and tariffs on our stuff going there are so high that we can't compete. And then we don't have any of it coming back here. So Trump put in place a smart idea that said, well, let's at least be fair here. Let's be fair. Let's have really fair trade. And you want to be most favored nation? We better be most favored nation too. You want to charge us 10%? We're going to charge you 12%. You want to charge us 25%? We'll charge you 30 And then he started actually competing. Honestly, we started competing. And we started competing to a level that China went, holy crap, this guy's not playing. And while he was having dinner and dessert with the president of China, he dropped 56, 57 missiles on Syria because they crossed the red line. Trump showed a level of power on this planet that started to calm down the bad actors. But China wants to sell electric vehicles now here? Screw you. What are you selling of ours there? What is the benefit when it comes to trade here? Why do we always have to be in a trade deficit with China? What exactly, and why do we have to turn a blind eye to them locking up people because of their religion or harvesting um, um, organs from people because they feel like it? Why are we okay to their human rights violations? We just ignore that. Or their child labor or labor where they're paying somebody a dollar a week. We just keep on buying their goods. Of course, they can sell it way cheaper than we can. They're not paying people to make it. So this doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Do you want Chinese electric vehicles on our roads? And why is it that the left in this country specifically is not okay with at least going all of the above? Let's go natural gas. Let's go liquefied natural gas. Let's go gasoline. Fossil fuels are given by God. And we'll do some electric... uh, can you find me a solar panel farm that'll work? Solyndra didn't work. Lost, what, 300-some-odd million dollars there, Obama? Thanks. Windmills aren't working. They froze up in Texas here a couple of years ago. And we were all freezing for three or four days. So why can't we go all of the above? Make sure that we've got, let's do everything we have to do to make sure energy is what it needs to be in this country. And no, China, you can't sell even one electric vehicle here until you show me how you're selling a bunch of our vehicles there. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fair. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be um, Walter in Oklahoma. Walter, what's going on? Hi. Oh, not much. I've heard uh, what you said about the one in uh, Minnesota about white men being the cause of trouble. Yes. We're, we're, kill, we're killing everybody. I'm, yeah, I'm black, and and I've been around both, and it's a content of the character. I had some running with whites and a lot of running and blacks. It doesn't make any difference who's hitting you at all. You know, you feel, feel the pain, but uh, I know better. And basically, when they say, you know, about um, uh, uh, sunlight, it's a lot of things when racism was brought up in sunlight with Martin Luther King and yes. everything. So we cured it, but we need to put a spotlight on black on black crime, bring it up to the spotlight instead of ignoring it and covering up. And what gives me the common denominator here, it seems to be that so many people don't know their history. It seems like if you're under 40 or whatever, people don't know even these lawyers coming out of law school. What happened to that? What happened to civic events? Anything that happened five years ago seemed like people don't even remember. But I mean, I just want to say that I have I have people of different races that I loved and loved me, and it was because 
oh, we were on the same plane and the plane. And when Christianity becomes, you know, more in, in where people can understand it, I think it make a difference. But until then, we need to stop hiding, making it exclusive, and somebody needs to concentrate and just let know we got a problem yes. in the black community. Well, Walter, I, 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 I no, well, I appreciate you saying that. Don't hang up yet. Let me let me ask you this. Why do you think somebody who is a young black woman from Somalia, like Elon Omar, doesn't want to solve the black-on-black crime we've got in Minneapolis, in Chicago, in St. Louis, in Baton Rouge. Why aren't we doing something about it? Because you and I can join forces. It doesn't matter that I'm white and you're black. I don't care. What well, we can join forces because we're good people and we want better neighborhoods. Why doesn't she employ people like you and me to get our uh, the word out that we'd have to do something about the crime happening in the black neighborhoods? Why? Because she doesn't care about the black neighborhoods. She cares about planning the hate that she has because she really used that as a de- as to destroy the country, and she's trying to build up a army of uninformed people, uh, youth who don't know any better, being born yesterday in their 20s, don't know to follow up because she's like, uh, and a lot of these people that are coming over the border and other places and moving from California to Florida, they just moving like rats off a of sinking ship. They right. don't believe. They don't have a new attitude. And that they so messed up in California, they just run into Florida, yes. so they can make the money again and still have the same attitudes that have. And so many. I've talked to people who came from foreign countries. They telling me that their FBI is responsible for nine eleven, and I hear all this stuff from. They don't. They don't really like America. You know they. People used to come over here because they liked America. Yes, because agreed. they still for the principles over here. They just coming up here for what they can get, and in the meantime, throw it over. When, and when they say build back better, that's cold for destroy America. And and even when we talk to Black Lives Matter, he say they say what you gonna replace America with? Well, I haven't thought about that, but something good would come. I mean, better than what? They they try to compare uh, uh, America to to the world that's being, well, it's not that good. But compare America to the other countries and yes. see who stands out the best. Yep. hundred percent. L- listen, Walter, they wouldn't be coming here in the numbers that they come here if we were so bad. I-, I-, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much for being on the same side. And let's talk again, okay? Oh, you're welcome, sir. Bye. Appreciate you, Walter. Thank you. Open line. Great call. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. More of your thoughts when we come back. I don't want to see more Chinese goods coming here, and certainly to, to the case of the squad and Elon Omar specifically, don't call out somebody by race and by gender unless you've got the numbers to back it up. And even if you do, it should still be about stopping crime at its root, and it shouldn't be about what somebody looks like or what their ancestry is. Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Carrie, what's good about me, even though I'm getting older soon, is that I'm still going to be immature enough to to let somebody have it when they show up, either via oh, email sure. or on social media or or in the in the chat room. Mm-hmm. People will take the narrative that's dumped on their faces. They're so stupid. They aren't skeptical about it. They haven't checked it out. They haven't made sure that it's true. They haven't researched it, and they'll just say really stupid things. And during the break, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because everybody's got five people on hold. They can hear what I do during the breaks, so they're probably wondering, what the hell is he talking about? Somebody showed up in the chat room acting stupidly, and I had to let him have it, then I kicked him out of the chat room. Okay, But I I guess what I don't understand is why it is anybody would just fall for it. You know what I mean? Like, you and I are skeptical. I think you and I agree on a lot of stuff. We Mm -hmm. might disagree on some stuff as well. But we're skeptical. That's why we do what we do for a living, because we want to get the knowledge and at least know when somebody brings something up, we can say, no, 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 here's the truth, and here's how I know. Right. Why would anybody just roll over and take anything anybody says? I don't, I don't get that. I do not know. I don't know. Is it part just because they're part of the younger generation? I don't know the guy's age that you threw out. But, yeah, I have no idea how old the guy um, is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because it just why to wouldn't me, you, why wouldn't you question it? I don't know. That it's the first thing that I first thing I do. And, and, and by the way, if you question it and you still disagree with me, now we can discuss it. Yeah. And now I can learn from you. You can learn from can me. I think that that's better. I think that's always better. But instead of that, you get a bunch of talking points because the left is very good at narrative. They're very good at saying things that sound convincing, like Kamala Harris, you know, talking about how teachers can't put a picture on their desk. They'll get fired. That's a lie. Or Elon Omar saying white men are the, tr- are the problem in the country. If you're dumb enough just to believe that and not question it, live on the air, you went to the FBI site and debunked her. Yeah. I mean, Live on the air, you went back to April where KJP was saying the same lie about a teacher mm, not putting a picture yes, on the desk. Yes. I guess I, I think people I generally I speaking, know. maybe not as much as you and me, but people generally speaking are inquisitive. Mm-hmm. They generally speaking want to learn the truth so that at the water cooler or at lunch or uh, over at the in-laws for a holiday meal, they can say, well, here's what I learned. Here's what I know. And here's why I know it. Here's where I found it out. But those who are just useful idiots and truly useful idiots will take anything that's fed to them and then run with it. And and the left loves that crap. It's so stupid to me. It just yeah, is. Yeah, they do. Very, very yeah. dumb. All right, we've got time for a quick phone call. Garrett, make it quick for me. What's on your mind? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say that Sound of Freedom is a great movie, but it sucks that uh, USA Today is trying to uh, squash it and say it's misleading and all that. They are trying to ruin it and... I don't like that, and yeah, um, yeah I don't see it again now. Well, well, Garrett, I hear you. I have not seen it yet. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, the bottom line is every leftist outlet attacked it as QAnon this and and uh, pizza restaurant that. I don't even know what that is. Uh, but the, the fact is this is a true story, and we had Tim Ballard on the program. It's his true story, and they told it in this movie in the best way they possibly could. We had Tim Ballard on this program. He agreed that it's actually his story, and um, and they did it right. So why anybody would attack it, something that exposes the sex and child trafficking in this country, that makes me crazy. Because at least go see it first, don't just make some stupid review, and then decide for yourself if you're going to do some more research to find out if it's true. But this is the man's true story, and it probably is going to save lives. Pop culture. Dirty pop. Hold on, what's going on? Talk to me. So I don't know if this just shows how big of a star Kevin Costner is. Or if it's just, you know, a slow news day. But TMZ has this story about his estranged wife 
you know, moving out of the house finally, and they have okay. pictures of like moving trucks, getting all the stuff out because she, apparently she's she's moving out a few days before her time that she was supposed to be out of that house. But it just it's just funny that of all things, like this is like a big story that she has a U-Haul truck and she's loading her stuff up. Almost as big a story as Jack Smith getting a subway sub the other day. Polo, I appreciate that. Thank you. Carrie, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Polo, thank you. Sam, thank you. I'm Joe. I'm going to be out a couple of days. Going to celebrate a big birthday. And then when we come back, we're going to rock it for you on the Joe Pag Show. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Rise. 